Welcome, welcome. Welcome. I am on live. Welcome back to seeing me. Um, it has been a struggle. Oh, one of my. Hey, Tootsie. Hi, Ellen. How are you? How's my man? He is good. He is How are you? Where did you go? Um. Some plates good, I hope. Well, I today I went uh, blueberry picking. Oh, I thought you went away. I thought you went. I went away. Yeah, I went away last weekend. I went to Atlantic City. Hot stuff. Do you win? Do you win? <laughs> I well, you know, I went with Matt, so there was no going into the casinos. Oh, okay. That's the end of that. Yeah. No, I just I just did it to um, get away. Get away. Yeah. Something different. And it was good. It was it was definitely needed. I know that feeling. Definitely needed. Am I in uh, taking you away from something you have to do to get started? No. No. Oh, okay. All not right. at all. I wasn't sure. I no, was not we're sure. Just, we're just waiting for the rest of the gang. Did you... Uh, See that there's two vacancies on the CCSE. I did, and I my yes. life has already been threatened. Um, <laughs> oh, Gloria got you. Oh well. <laughs> so I started my application. I just have to finish it. So, oh, watch your steps. She's going to be honking on you. I know. I I figured um, writing in the what do you do section. Um, it's me wasn't enough. <laughs> oh, please. I think that's more than sufficient. <laughs> hey, why not? Why not? I, you know, I'm Just trying put to put it in on. capitals. Put it in capitals. <laughs> right. It's me. it's me. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, as long as it was a good day, right? It was. Hang it on was a second. Great. Hang on. Hello. Okay. I don't anyway. I'll be up. Love you. Uh, let that was my son, his partner, his other half, whatever the fuck they're called now. Um, is due to, <laughs> sorry, is due to have a baby. She's scheduled to have a section 
on Friday, but she's he, that was him on the phone saying Rebecca's cramping up. So, uh -oh. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh my goodness! You know, yeah, it is. She's probably so tired and so hot. Yeah, you know, enough of this stuff. <laughs> it's finished. It's over. You know, after after about six months, you know, you you you've more than had it, more than had it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what else is new? How's Big Matt? He is good. Um, he also what definitely needed that vacation. <laughs> yeah, I saw your uh, um, Instagram shots. I like the pool. Right, uh, that was from um, my my best. Um, she had bought it for us to use in Atlantic City, and the house we were staying at ended up not having um, the best backyard. Oh, so it didn't work, and I forgot the pump. <laughs> so, well, yeah, that holds you up. <laughs> so even if even if I wanted to utilize it, I forgot the pump. All right. Hola. Hi. Hola. Is that Maria? Gloria. No, that's Gloria. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Well, don't feel bad. Um, Matthew always says uh, Maria, and I'm like, right. it's Gloria. <laughs> Gloria. Right. Okay. Right. Might as well. Hey, listen. Everybody's got their own way of talking. So you rented a house. That's nice. Yeah. So we rented a house. It was for her boyfriend's birthday. So, uh, -huh. uh and of course we couldn't do our usual let's let's <laughs> let's run away type activity. So that's the first no. run. Right. But it was good. It was worth it. It was definitely worth it. Did you drive down or? Yeah. 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 That's makes the, a I lot. Think that's the only way I'm I'm traveling these days yeah i know is driving somewhere we all uh i went to ocean city maryland in early july i love for it. a week love that was ocean nice city. it was so weird though because it was quiet and there were you couldn't go to the boardwalk you know you, um i shouldn't say you couldn't go i wouldn't go to the boardwalk let's put it that way <laughs> and uh no it, it was quieter right <coughs> it was a lot out. of yeah it was a lot of takeout and delivery you didn't go sit out on the ocean side or anything like that so yeah well, like everything city was like that too it wasn't it wasn't oh. uh let's eat in i mean we tried to we did two nights but it was right. a wait like an hour and a half to two hours of a wait. Really? God yeah. bless. Yeah. But we were like That's doing other, trying to do other things. So by the time we put our names down and then walked a little bit and then came back, it was like, yeah, time. It was a little bit better. What's the word, Gloria? Uh, not much, not much. How are the kids? How are the kids? They're good. They're all, well, the two youngest are sleeping, as is their dad. He's um, no fool. And, 
Yeah, he, he grabs sleep whenever he can. You know, I live on yeah. five hours. <laughs> I don't know. How, how's your mother? Did you get in to see her? Yeah, yeah, she's good. She's good. She actually enjoys our nights together, which is good. Yeah. Such a good daughter. Oh, you know, that that wasn't always the case, you know. We, I mean, we had some troubling times, you know. We cha- we, we have challenging <laughs> Didn't we all? experiences. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but we are in such a great space, you know, and I'm thankful for that, you know. Yeah. You know, as we get older, I realize I'm going to get there one day, too. <laughs> I'm not going. You know? You're not going? You, you views, no. you're, you're getting off the bus? Yep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Let's let <laughs> let start it off. Let me do my intro. And then. Okay. Is it our is it our trio today? That's it? Yeah. I don't see um Maria. Could she have forgotten? Okay. I, I don't think so. Okay. Um, All right. Let's rock. What we always do. Right. Uh, let's let's knock it out. So I uh, just want to welcome our listeners. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Perfect Piece of the Puzzle. Do know that the opinions on this podcast is solely the opinion of our co-hosts and not of Perfect Piece of the Puzzle, Citywide Council on Special Education, or Parent to Parent of New York State. Um, Gloria, I know you like to multitask, but no, 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 no. I was just pouring some water up to drink. <laughs> yes, yes. I realized it and turned it off. No, no, because I feel like I was yelling over the water, like, and then. Ah, <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. Um. Oh, so our co-host today we have. Gloria Corsino, she has three uh, beautiful boys, two who of which are on the spectrum. We have Ellen McHugh, and she has, what? how does everybody have three boys? I mean, Maria's like yeah. one kid away from three. Um, right. Uh, Ellen, who has three boys, one of which is hearing impaired, and moi, myself, I have one boy, as of right now, um, who has a rare chromosome deletion. The purpose of this podcast is to provide a relatable voice for parents of children with disabilities. It provides information and direct contact with persons at the Department of Education for support regarding special education related services in New York State. And we also provide entertainment or, you know, tips and techniques on, you know, multitasking. And and, and we're back. Well, we're, well, I'm back. Uh, Facebook live video. Really? Yes. Multitasking. People people are seeing seeing me for the first time since the podcast started, which was months ago. Um, So I just wanted to mention to our listeners, we were down because I was down. Um, I 
I had COVID, folks. <laughs> what? I yeah, I had I had the Rona. I tested positive. You're kidding? Yeah, yeah. I had the the Rona. Um, my test actually came back after I was already down for fourteen days. So, Lord, love a duck. You know, it took um, two weeks to get your tests back. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You know, urgent care said that the labs are backed up, and that was kind of the nature of the beast. But they were giving two days turnaround. Uh, yeah, that's why they're urgent care. Uh, yeah, but no, that that seems to be the growing trend. Because when I was talking smoke. to other people, they were like, "Yeah, my I, people are saying about two weeks, three weeks for some people." And of course, Good it's crazy through the comments, and people are like, "Yeah, I've been waiting seventeen days now." And I'm like, "Wow." So, now, yeah. did you test positive for antibodies too? Could you be a person who could, I don't know, change so, the world? donation? Right. right. So, what I've read so far is that um, you have, you should wait a little bit to test again for COVID because people are saying they test maybe like within the the two weeks, less than a month after they uh -huh. tested positive, and it tests positive again. So they are saying that you should Gracious. wait a, a little bit, like a month or so, um, mm -hmm. and then test again. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going to wait a little bit longer and then test again. But um, I, I believe I caught it from Matt. Because Matt was sick first. Yes, I remember. And um, yeah, how he got it, um, I'm not too sure. Would they but, test him now? Uh, well, I didn't take him to urgent care to get tested because Matt only had a fever for the day and then he was fine. And then hmm. I was the one that was down for like almost two weeks. Gracious. Yeah. So, How are you feeling now? Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Well, that's wonderful. good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how how it was possible because, I mean, I only leave my house once a week. I, um, I order my groceries. <laughs> when I do leave my house once a week, it's just to my mom's house to pick up the mail. Um, and you know our clients mail and go to the bank and I go to the same banks every time I don't you know make it spicy and say I want to see new people make it spicy <laughs> I go to the same bank can you imagine the, going to the bank is spicy <laughs> right right I know that, right <laughs> that's, that's extensive it I don't really go anyplace else and that's I've been doing the same routine since um since COVID started, so since pandemic lockdown started, so I don't know, but it was not fun. I can tell you that much. Oh Lord, it was not fun. Yeah. And well, I'm glad to hear really you're better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, that <laughs> that is kind of why we were down because I was all That's the way. That's a good down. reason. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought you know, it's just we were. It's it's tough to do. 
every week. I yeah. envy those. I can't imagine what it's like to do it every day. Yeah, I couldn't see myself doing it every day, um, once a week, because I feel like we have something to talk about and say and share mm -hmm. with with everyone as as parents. That's not necessarily a part of the system. Um, yeah. And giving a clear voice of of how we feel and of how many other parents feel. So I feel like we we have to do it. Well, I, at least I feel like I have to do it. Um, and it gives an outlet. I feel healthy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> healthy after I finish with our podcast. Um, and I don't get to see you ladies. So I feel like um, a little bit closer. Well, the other part... The other part is if you hear all of the the SEL, you know, social and emotional learning people, they keep saying that the more you, the most important thing is a good hug, maybe even a good kiss. But the second most important thing is contact. Right. Hearing other voices, say, talking yeah. to somebody, being able to even if it's a ramble, and we sometimes do ramble. <laughs> like how oh, we Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah. That, that is a, a terrifically important part of staying healthy mentally. On the other hand, there's too much sugar and cream going around, too. So it might be better to talk more than it is to eat. And we should all be talking a little bit more, maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, I've, I've given up on my, my COVID quarantine eating habits. Except, you know, the sleep is still wonky. It's not that great. You too? Yeah. It, it It's yeah, it's horrible. I don't. I didn't fall asleep till like two o'clock in the morning this morning, and I was going to drive to Connecticut at nine. Why? That's mm. where the blueberry place was. Mm. Uh, yeah, didn't know that until this morning though. Mm. <laughs> going to sleep at two a.m. wasn't ideal, but I couldn't fall asleep for the life of me. I watched almost every show on Netflix. And That's then, why you couldn't fall asleep, silly. No, I couldn't sleep. Usually, I'll you know the TV is watching me kind of thing, but you know, it's it hasn't yeah. been that way. Um, so I want to say hello to our listeners. Hello to Fred. Fred has three boys too. Oh, what is the boy thing? I I would love just one girl so I can dress her up looking like me. I don't know. Yeah, I agree um, with you. <laughs> uh, we have quite a few listeners. So tonight's podcast is on depression um and um it's very very real and ever present with our um us humans um in, in current time uh we are somewhat isolated and that definitely can lead to um depression and for our kids I think it's much worse uh, so let's let's get into it let's, what do you mean for the kids it's worse 
Because I feel like they can't, they already can't express themselves in a, in a way that, oh. like we can, I, I guess, would be able to verbalize all our thoughts and feelings out. Yeah. To- they don't know how to put it together. Um, right. Yeah. And, the other and in part- fairness, I, the in fairness, I actually had asked um, <clears throat> Trisha if we could make this podcast about depression. Um, most of you who have heard us before, um, my son Stephen, who <clears throat> legally aged out in June of the DOE, um, I've noticed a pattern where <clears throat> he was sleeping excessively. I mean, and I'm talking about he'd wake up, have breakfast, take a shower, and by 9.30, we're back in bed. And then he sound asleep all day. No meds, nothing. Sound asleep all day long. Get up, have something to eat around four or five. And by 6.30, he was back in bed. And this has become such a pattern, um, you know, that it was concerning. I mean, rest is never a problem. I mean, I think we could all use some more rest. <clears throat> but I know that it's not his normal self. We're down to from three-word sentences to one-word answers. Um, there's not much engagement. There's the whole, I'd rather sleep than be up and realize that I can't go to school, that I can't do this, that I can't do that. Um, and that's a struggle for me. Um, we are in, we're in negotiations right now with the DOE on how Stevens extended or compensatory education is going to look like. Um, one of the comments or one of the suggestions was that they're going to give him extra transition supports. Well, what does that look like so that I can know? Because I know he knows how to transition and trans, I know the transition process. Um, we had stopped the education process before we were done stepping into the transition. So it's it was almost condescending, um, for lack of a better word. Um, so we are now in negotiations as to what is we want in classroom setting. I mean, for if you're going to give me extra uh, support for transition, that's about saying we'll give you a we'll give you an extra hour of therapy. No, we've lost everything. So you don't give someone um, who lost everything in a fire um, one outfit and a pot and a spoon. You give them everything, or at least you help them to build everything back up. So that's where we're at. So yeah, we are, this is very real in my house and it and it bothers me because even getting counseling uh, for a child whose language is limited, how do you share? Um, I'm not a school psychologist. I. I know we can reach out to our, our former colleague on CCSE and she could certainly give me a guide of what that looks like or should look like, but this is real time. This is, what does it look like for me as a mom? Um, helping him through this stage when he doesn't know how to put that together. So that became my new normal. So Ellen, 
Any feedback, Trisha? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You know, I, when you when you asked to bring this this topic, um, I was like, yes, this totally makes sense because you don't really realize um, what your children are going through. Um, and then it made me think a little bit personally, my spiral, all the stuff that I, I was feeling, it was, it was depression. Um, and then looking at Matt and realizing um, not necessarily, maybe it's not depression, but a little bit of, um, he's a, at yeah, because he's, he's constantly shredding paper and it's been driving me bananas. Paper, the toilet paper, he's been taking a whole roll and just unspooling it and just shredding it to bits. Paper towel, he took the whole paper towel roll and just pulled it and it's shredding it to bits. And I'm, I'm like, why is he doing that? Was this before you went away? Yeah, before we went away. He's still doing it now, but not as bad. Um, but then I realized it's comfort for him. You know, it's yeah. a distraction. So he, he needs to shred the paper. You know, because that's part of his sensory as well. Yeah. And it's like, what what is really going on in his head? You know, what is he not telling me? <laughs> for, I guess. What if is he, he could. What is it that he can't tell me. Right. Right. Yeah. Did yeah. you say anything to anybody at the school? No, she said it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, you, know, you know what? I did say it to his physical therapist. And I mean, come on now. What do you mean? Come on now. I don't, I don't think. I don't think anybody is uh, stuff like that is really registering for anyone. I don't. I, I don't. I really don't think. I think everybody's just going with with. What, what their, I guess what their everyday. I don't know what their everyday is. What what their focus is, and it's just getting through the session, and and that's kind of it. Um, but you can, you can redirect the session. The session requires participation. Matt's not verbally able to participate, but you sure are. You know, I I take this whole thing with a grain of salt. Um, or else I'd be cursing people out every day. Um, oh, there's a lot to be said for that. <laughs> um, when do you think I learned to swear? <laughs> I, I'm you know, I try to be professional, but uh, why the, the <laughs> summer the summer school teacher is is two shakes away from, from me telling her, like, lady, stop doing that because what, <laughs> what she'll do is. She so we have we have teaching live teaching. Woohoo! I've got live teaching for how much longer? For how much longer? 
Uh, last day is the thirteenth. Okay. So they they've broken it out. In the morning, it's at nine fifteen for forty five minutes, I think. And then there's another, you know, start session at ten thirty. Okay. Right. So I make the ten thirty one because I said I'm not coming to nine fifteen. I'm I'm now trying to get it, get life in order at nine fifteen. And who knows? And besides that, the traffic is terrible. Yeah, you I know, I'm trying to drive to the school. Yeah. <laughs> horrible, horrible. Make breakfast, try to get mad in order, and then boom. So ten thirty, I usually try to make the sessions. By the end of the session, there's supposed to be like a break, and then there's gym at 11.45. So before the session ends at like 11.10, you can hear this, because I walk away. You hear the teacher say, Matthew, I hope you can make gym. Please come and make gym. Log in to gym, Matthew. And I'm like, what are these people doing? <laughs> else to do at 11.45 and Matt's going to log in. And Matt, Matt is not logging into gym. You are logging into gym. Logging right. into gym. And exactly. I've gotta, and I've got to stay there with him in gym to participate because God forbid I walk away. That's the end of gym. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, wait, so you've now become a para as well? Yup. I'm a, I'm a, teacher, I'm a para, I'm, I'm a physical therapist, occupational therapist, and thank goodness speech, he can just sit there. <laughs> so we need, can we actually work out with uh, the UFT that we get union benefits? That I would, mean, we are doing their job a bit, right, Ellen? They I'm not even going to, I'm not going to even touch that with a, Silver spoon. Ten foot pole. Forget it. There's a silver spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I don't even know if the teachers are satisfied with the, the, the UFT at this point. Who is making all that noise? Who you think? Miss Miss Multitask. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sign of depression, you know. It is. Yes. It is. Yes. Well, I'm going through it with him. That is I'm true. going through it with him, you know, and yes. I know... That that's what Trish, why Trisha was down, because yeah. Trisha would Trisha and I would speak, and I would call her, and she was like, "Can I call you back?" Because she couldn't even put a sentence together because she was so going through it with Matt. It's right. And then, yeah, and then she called me back when she was, you know, when she was able to compose herself and get through that moment, and we talk about it. Um. And I think that that's when I started looking at what Stephen was doing, because um, Matt was overstimulated and Stephen is understimulated. Yep. And to realize that that even though they're on the different sides of that pendulum, they were still struggling. You yeah. know, and what does struggle look like for a depressed adult who is nonverbal? Because we know what a depressed adult who's verbal sounds like. Because they can usually show you signs and tell you, oh, I'm just not feeling up to it. How does that look like for a person with a disability? How are we really addressing it without just medicating it? Because I don't want to medicate him. That's not solving, you know, that's not solving the issue at hand. That's only 
putting a band-aid on it. Yeah. And what long-term effect does that have if we don't address it? Because yeah, let's just talk truth to power. I mean, if we, do we see suicide in adults with disabilities? Have yeah. we ever, is that something that's even a thing? Has it ever occurred, Ellen? I mean, have we heard of anything? Yes. Or have you? Yes. So I, I follow um, Carrie Magro. Yes, I remember. Yeah. And so in, in the very beginning of pandemic, there was maybe at least three he post i think three postings he posted of adults with disabilities that committed suicide wow how how did they do it well i didn't even want to go that far Andre. i i just mm -hmm. I, it just hurt my heart that that even happened yeah and I, and and the thing is do we know that like you said ellen because children who are on the spectrum. You know, we always think that stuff, stuff, well, at least the perception prior, people who didn't know thought that they couldn't learn. I'm thinking how much is being said around them? How much are they observing? What are they watching that we may not be aware that they're absorbing? Because if they've gone to that extreme to be able to commit suicide, like you said, how? How did they figure that out? It's, it's I, I, I can't imagine. I, I know when, when Rourke was little, because younger, not little, little, because of the lack of language, he was anxious. And not just, you know, gee, I'm a little worried, but anxious. He was constantly glancing around, looking around, trying to make sure he was, I guess, on an even keel. I don't know how else to describe it. One of his classic things is he went to uh, high school, and he was the only deaf kid in the high school. It was a local high school. It was the first time he'd ever been in a, a, a really local school. Not that he traveled far, but this was really low. You could walk to it. And the first day of school, you know, we had done the whole thing. We had gone for the orientation. We had gone to see the school. We drove by the school. We walked into the school. We stood in front of the school. We went in the back of the school. We went up the stairs. We went down the stairs. I thought it would help him feel less anxious. The first day of school, he didn't want anybody. He was 14. He got on the bus, went down 3rd Avenue, got off. I was on the bus going to work, but I wasn't allowed to sit next to him. I had to sit in the back. I waved and went off to work. <laughs> I got a phone, uh, about 2 o'clock, my husband called and said, I had to go get Rock from school. I said to him, what do you mean? At around, I guess, two hours into it, he went downstairs to the aide in the, uh, not aide, the secretary, I apologize, in the principal's office. Jerry Sullivan was his, her name. 
And she called John to say, Mr. McHugh, I think you need to come here. And when John got there, Rose was literally quaking. And I'm only hearing the story secondhand. I'm in Manhattan. He's home. And of course, my first reaction in normal, you know, patient parent style was, what did you do? Right. And he, <laughs> patient. I'm, I'm so calm. What did you do? So, so I went to the school and we went out and we had breakfast. And you, you know how stupid you are. Now, this is a long time ago. And I still remember the conversation. And I said to him, but he had breakfast before he left the school. Right? And, and he, John's point was, take a breath. You know, um, he needed to be out of the building. So I, after I took my breath and got off the ceiling and got my nails out of the wall, I said to him, what happened? He said, I took him back to school. I said to him, why? He said, because he has to go back. I know that if it had been me, I would have taken him home. Maybe that's and the difference between... <laughs> right. Right. Maybe that's the difference between how a father approaches it and a mother approaches yeah. it. Different types of love or or different types of actions based on the male-female thing. I know it's not politically correct, but we are different. Yes, absolutely. And, and I, you know, when I got home, of course, we were going to do the adult thing and have a conversation. <laughs> And we were going to get to the bottom of this, and we were going to discover techniques to address the absolute and the concern and yada, yada, yada. And when we sat down to dinner and tried to work it out, he was 14. He didn't want his mother and father parsing his actions. He wanted his mother and father to go away, which was a blow to both of us. No two ways about it. But, you know, then, then of course, after that, the conversation was, should we get him counseling? I don't know. Should we get him counseling? Do you think he needs counseling? Would it be a good idea to have counseling? Where would you get counseling? How many times would you counsel? What kind of counselor? Should we get a counselor or a counselor for the deaf? Is it his deafness? Is it him? Is it 14? Is he deaf? I don't know. What do you know? <gasps> and, and all that stuff added on to the standard 14-year-old stress. Mishagosh that they have. Yes. And you're trying to figure this out? You know, I used to joke. Gloria's heard this story. I used to get in the shower to cry because I didn't want to get wet. <laughs> for the year, for years, I was the cleanest white woman in Brooklyn. My my skin cracked. I creaked when I walked, but I'll be damned. I wasn't going to cry in public. No. Well, you know, it wasn't something that you know. I I, I read somewhere about those strong women who everybody talks about. And though we crack, we're still strong. It's just, sometimes we just need a hug. Um, we don't need you to resolve it for us. I don't think that 
we're ne- we may never get it resolved. Um, but I think in that moment, it just no, it's good to have someone say, I'm here, and what do you need me to do? And sometimes you just want someone to hear you and just say, you know, you're going to get through this. You know, you you figured it out before. And I'm, I know tomorrow you'll call, well, I'll call you and you'll have an answer to that same question we're having today. Um, but in that moment, we just need someone to make us feel like they're the strong ones, even if they're not. Um, in that moment, you never believe that you're going to be able to get through this. Never. Yes, exactly. Okay. And we've seen you worse don't. moments. And yet and still, this feels, in that moment, it feels like the worst moments ever. Oh, yeah. You know? It and does. It so does. I think that maybe, maybe this is a conversation, um, Ellen, that we can have as an education council with the DOE about Are you kidding? They can't. Give me a break. <laughs> well, no, because think about this, Ellen. You're going to have, we may have a lot of IEP, IEPs revamped with counseling having had to be added to this child's IEP. Yeah. Yeah. Gloria, if I'll, you, go, I'll go right to the mat with you for it. I agree with okay. you. There it is. But not for nothing, their issue is education, not mental health. And until people well, know, until somebody with a mental health background comes in on this and says, let's try something, let's do something, I, I don't think, I think it's a good idea to ask them, but I think what well, they'll do is slough it off. I think so, we have to come to them not with an ask, but with a plan. Yeah. Yes. So you know what? How about we do this? You you had said that um, uh, you had posted or sent us an email, Ellen, about the public advocate looking for feedback oh, yeah. on uh, reopening of schools. Right. Can we have a conversation with Daniel and see if the public advocate will take up? Because remember, the public advocate has Tourette's. Um, so the twitching must have caused uh, some sense of anxiety and depression at some point that he struggled with and had, may have had to overcome or given tools to be able to function within the Tourette's. Um, I want to talk to his may- mother. Yeah, I'd love to talk yeah. to his mother. Yeah. I don't want to talk to him. He's a nice guy. He's got a lot on his plate. I want to talk to his mother. Mm-hmm. You know something? That actually would be a great idea because... Remember, he's West Indian. Um, yes. so and it's a call, stigma. Call, exactly. It's in, a stigma. In our what do you cultures, mean? Ellen, so it's a stigma. It, so culturally, West Indian families, island people, now, island people, period. <laughs> they they have they have a stigma. West Indians are, is bad. Like they yes, bad, really bad. It, it's bad, bad. Um, they don't recognize. Well, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a reason for that. I think it's because yeah. all of, the, they were taught by the Catholic Church, right? They're all mm-hmm. Catholic. And there were yeah. a lot of Irish that mm-hmm. came to the West mm-hmm. Indies to teach them. And the Irish brought their lousy I got guilt culture with them. So they, they're not good with mental health, the Irish are. I <laughs> 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 Look at 
Tell us more. What is that? We don't address those issues here. Have a drink. <laughs> hey, there you go. Do you feel better? If you're still not feeling better, here's another one. <laughs> oh God, we're going to get in so much trouble for being less than politically correct. No, but call it you know, our opinion. It. I mean, coming from from me, from a person that was not born in the great United States of America, and comes from that culture. I mean, I feel like I got I got some say, some skin in the game in understanding. Um and and here I go, I might get myself in trouble. Um but I had an uncle that I strong now as as a mom of a child with a disability, I strongly believe that suspect. he had a disability. You suspect. I strongly believe. He has he passed away last year. Um but I truly, truly believe he had a disability. But in belief, um that is no, not no. that's not something that is really talked about or recognized. Um, the, the one school we have, um, when I was growing up, I, I, I don't recall it being like that, you know, like schools here with like a district 75. I, I don't see it, it. I didn't see it being like that. Um, it was more of a, we'll put all these kids over here and we're, for, we're put them there and forget about them. Like a willow brook. There you yes, go. Absolutely. Like a willow brook, but not to that extreme, but close. Like when, when, when we were, that's it. When we were trying to figure out, because we, Brooke had a, a really wild birth. He was in an ICU for a while. It was a while before he came home. Everybody was very nervous. You know, after all, all that, the, the resident said to me, here he is, Mrs. McHugh, take him home and love him. You know, I was like, what am I going to do, flush him? But the, they, I had, a, my father and I had one of those midnight conversations. I don't understand. Why is this? How come? So my father says, well, you know, you had an uncle who was a little odd. So I said, I said to him, Daddy, we're not talking about a little odd. And he looked me right in the eye and said, yeah, you're right. He was away with the fairies. Rock isn't. <laughs> I was like, what? What God name was that? He's away with that, the that fairies. That makes it clear. That makes it clearer now, Dad. I got the answers, right? <laughs> He's away with the fairies. Okay. All right. Let's start again. But the, the hardest part about all this, someone once said to me, the greatest miracle in the world is acceptance. And I was very angry about that because to me, acceptance didn't mean what it should have meant. To me, it meant giving up, accept it, get on with it. And that was not, that was not what I, I wanted to know why. I wanted to know what was wrong. I wanted to know how to do it. I wanted to know what it was. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted. 
And for somebody to say to me, oh, learn to accept it. It was like learning, you have to give up. It was years before I realized what she meant. It wasn't a question of accepting it so you could give up. It was a question of accepting the facts in front of you so that you could do something about it. And uh, her, her statement meant in the best possible way was like waving a red, a red flag in front of me. I was like a bull. <laughs> and that, that was be, that's being polite. I'm sure other people called me many other things. <laughs> but I, I had to know why. I had to know what. I had to know. And, yeah. Oh I, 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 I think we're still questioning. I think that because there's, so oh, yeah. there's so many variables. As time changes and progresses, you know, things, this one thing yeah. gets better, but then the other things fall through the cracks, which makes it worse. And, yeah. like, how do you make, like, now, currently, COVID-19, how do we manage and cope with, with school and, and going back or not going back? And what does that look like? And how do we cope and manage through this? And, how are kids going to be able to manage? And just based on the 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 plan or the framework that they have for going back, um, that's not five different section types of going returning to school. It's more like ten different plans because there's A and B. And then on top of the 10 different plans, there's like sub plans within those sections. I mean, how are kids supposed to manage three days in, two days off, or this, this week I'm in for three days and then next week I'm in for the next two days? How are kids gonna cope with that? How are they gonna manage? Can we, can we just add another little kink to the fire? Um, we've got- Gloria, what are you doing? Um, sitting down. Somebody's making a lot of noise with spoons. They, well, it ain't here. No, there's no doors because I'm sitting and I'm not creaking and I'm not that heavy. Um, not yet, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, I, you notice I was the fan is is hitting me and that may cause a noise in my in my AirPods, so I apologize. Okay. Um, but we've got a moratorium that was just lifted on evictions and you are going to have a lot of homeless people which is going to throw these kids into a tussle yeah you know so if if we already have depression from people being confined to small spaces because we have to at least keep social distancing we can't be outside we can't do this we can't do that what happens now if these families are all evicted from the space that has been seen the safest place for these children? What happens now? Because you're going to see depression kick in. You know, if, if this kid never had depression, he's going to know it now. He's being displaced. And... We still have, we still don't even have an answer as to how many children, um, how many cases of, of abuse 
are not being documented because children are in a homeschool setting. Yeah. You know, and I apologize that I feel like it's Debbie Downer today because it's all I've been talking no, about. It's more no. big topics, um, no. but they're just, you know, they're just things that keep popping in my head that things that make you go, hmm. Um, that, thank you, Arsenio Hall. Um, but, you know, just a scary thought that this is really, what is the long-term effect of, of COVID relative to everything we're going to see going forward? Yeah, I, I, mm -hmm. I, uh, can I, we, can you block that person? Yeah, yeah. What's the matter? <laughs> there's someone asking about why don't doesn't, do why don't any girls talk with divorced people? This is a topic of remote learning. This is not a, a dating line. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. I didn't know any of that. No, yeah, it's on. It's it's on the chat scroll. That's why. <laughs> you know, with this whole podcast thing, you know, this, oh, I can't. <laughs> um, We're not even gonna address it, right, Trisha? No, no. Uh, there, there's just there's so much going on, and. Um, there's, there's so many stressors. There's just so many. And in the same token, I don't think, I don't know how many other parents are hearing kind of, kind of the Debbie Downer not understanding what, what the other side is going through. But I mean, to me, I'm, I'm purely disturbed by this teacher and her comments as if I don't want to log I mean I really don't want to log in but as if I don't want to log into the child's gym and the lack of understanding for what parents are doing you know on our end and what we're coping with and I totally get you know teachers are overwhelmed and teachers um, have so much on their plate and they're they're trying to figure out this remote learning thing and you know what's the plan going forward and if they have to go back to school you know because of you know either their or a family member's underlying health conditions that you know it might be a, a game changer for them but it's also a game changer for for parents um, that don't work in in the DOE system that are not educated in or or trained or you know tutelaged in doing occupational therapy and physical therapy and speech therapy and being teacher because of course you're not the teacher is teaching yes but you still have to Teach after the teacher because but how much time it's not the same. It's it's not the same and and then working. And so what does that look like for single parents? Now they're going back yeah. to school on this. 
whatever program this they want to call it and how does that work um you know i know district 75 has the option of either 100 percent remote or one whole week on and then one whole week off or uh five days continuous every day every week of going back to school, which I'm si- I want that every day, every week sign up program. Um, <laughs> you want you want normal, right? You want normal. That's what I, it is. I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's normal coming for a while. I, I exactly. want I want to send him send him in for the uh, he's going to go every day. I will drive yeah. him. No worries. I'll yeah. pick him up. Like no worries. Yeah, I, I I'm with you, and I think that a week in and a week out for our kids in District 75, it'll be a hot. By the time man. you acclimate, wait. By the time you acclimate them that first week between the meltdowns and everything else, now all of a sudden you got kicked out again, yep. and then you get reinstated the following week, and then you get kicked out again. How confusing is that when we keeping routines daily? is the only way that they function in everyday life. They've already gotten kicked out for all these months. You think they want to go in yeah. for a week and then kicked out again? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The the trauma in and of itself. Yeah, absolutely. How does that work? What does that look like? How does it work for all the parents that's going back to work? Mm-hmm. Two-parent households. Both parents work. How does that work? I know mm-hmm. people's jobs are not saying, um, yeah, um, Billy, Becky, Johnny, <laughs> your wife can work this week and then you work that. Like, nobody's doing that. Corporate America no. not doing that. So how does no. that work? What does this look like? And then no. the part that confuses me is that we can't, we can't go back to school, but we're opening child care centers for the parents that can't do the remote and we've had rec centers open for essential workers what the what is that looking like because they've been open this whole time how, how are they coping imagine supposedly there's been no infection that could be traced to any of the rec centers so what are what uh, my question is what are they doing what are they doing that Trisha, could we invite erica newsom from our council um that is, come on next is, week is she is she vk uh she is uh, uh she okay she actually can really? yeah she's a she's the one that um her children, she's a she's an EMT, and her children go to the rec centers. Maybe it'll okay. give us some clarity yeah. as to maybe for the listeners. I mean, me and Ellen have heard the story before, but maybe parents out there who may be listening to our podcast for the humor or for the information, whichever works best for them. Um, <laughs> I think the humor does better for them than anything else. <laughs> I think it's important because I think it. They, I think we 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 find ourselves hilarious. I, I don't yeah, get tired. That don't of mean everybody to, else does. Listen, I never get tired of listening to any Ellen stories. 
She can tell them a thousand times, and I still laugh every time she tells me the story. Because I think that, you know, I think she's hysterical. That's just my thing. Maybe she might have to take this as a comedy cry. run. It's, it's, you rather laugh than cry because this whole thing is True. stressful. Yeah. And every time you try to figure out a game plan that you think might make sense, you know, there's, there's this monkey well, wrench that comes in and just slaps it right back. How does that work? Like, what does this look like? The yeah. monkey wrench? <laughs> <laughs> the survival out of COVID. Because nothing's the same. Nothing will ever be the same after this. No. Mm-hmm. Nothing will ever be the same. And, and I don't know. I, I'm Again, I came into this whole program jaded. I came into this whole remote learning thing jaded. Nobody has changed my mind on how I feel about this whole remote learning thing. No no teacher has come and said to me, oh, girl, this is how you do it. No, nobody's giving me tools and techniques to be successful at home remote learning with all these therapies. And I even traped myself into a, a a meeting the other night locally. Where? Where? It was my local precinct council. Right. Now I'm now I'm really telling on myself. And we are and? and um so the two teachers came on. One mm-hmm. one is a gen ed teacher, the other one a district 75 teacher <laughs> and um the 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 thought of going back it was was not ideal um where i was a little bit thrown where the district 75 teacher said she teaches seven seven to nine year olds Right. She does breakout groups and the the seven to nine year olds are, are logging into the breakout groups by themselves. God bless you. So I look at my seven year old and I'm just like, why can't he press buttons to get into to- <laughs> <laughs> I, I was confused. I'm like, what what are these districts sending? What District 75 is this, and how can I send my child to your school? Because these kids are geniuses and can function by themselves. What is going on? I I'm, I was I was amazed. Like, breakout groups and the kids are just sitting there by themselves and just logging in? I, I want that. Where is that? Like, who, what? Did, what? what did she say when you asked? Oh no, I, I didn't go. I didn't go that stank on her. I was just like, well, I, I, I'm a teacher and three therapists. Let's let's work and a single parent that works from home. Two jobs, right? How does how does that work? It's not a oh, I totally get it. Uh, I totally understand. Like no, you you're not coming with anecdotes. You're telling me how amazing this is going, and it's really not. And and the parents, she said the parents are calling her crying. I am not calling my son's teacher crying to her. She can't help me. 
I'll be more frustrated and more pissed off. That's not happening. You can forget that. She'll have you log in. She'll have you log into gym. Yeah, she'll have you log into gym. <laughs> You'll feel better. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't understand. I, I mean, I, I really, really would love for teachers to really step into the shoes and understand. But then again, it's, you know, not every teacher has heart and compassion for, for the other end. You know, the, the name of the game on our end is 24-7. When they log off, that's it. We still continue this whole program. And and it's a lot of, of, yeah, our kids are totally different kids from school and at home. But we still have to deal with life continuously at home and what that looks like and coping with mm-hmm. that and helping the kids cope and and seeing them spiral down and, and seeing the unfairness of how they're being forgotten. And yes, our kids probably do feed off of our energy, um, but in and of itself, they also have their own set of energies and what the things that they're missing out on and and what they would love to want to be doing right now and can't do. I'm tired of telling my kid, no, you can't do it. No, you can't. No, you can't go on the bus. No, you can't. Yeah. Don't no. worry about it. There's not going to be any buses. Right. There's no bus. There's no contract. Oh, no. Yeah. The, the, the bus company... Um, that I told you guys about earlier in our episodes that's by my mom's house. Mm-hmm. Every time I pass it, there's less and less buses in the yard. Used to be They're out. selling them. They're selling them They're now? They're selling them. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? It's looking empty. There's some. Yeah. It's they got to make money. So there's, remember, not every, um, some places are actually going back to Florida's, uh, DeSantis is actually forcing them by governor's uh, order to open up. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Florida schools. That that yard is, today I passed by and it, I was just like, wow, it used to be like so full. That, you that used to be the business to be in, honey. But now it's empty. Yeah. And it looks like they might be moving. I don't, I couldn't even tell. I was just in shock that you know, it was yeah. empty. But I mean, I guess you're you're not in business. You can't make money. Can't pay rent. Yeah. So what does that look like? You know, a lot of people are getting hurt in this whole process. Yeah. And yes, you can't turn back the hands of time. You can't take away COVID. And a vaccine is not my answer because, again, that just that sounds crazy to me. Um. But it's, I mean, we have to find a better way. We do have to find a better way. Our kids are becoming more and more depressed, more and more in themselves. Um, and, and what does that look like? And how do we, how do we as a community help them survive this? Because they're still growing and they're still, you know, they're still surviving and living. And, how do 
how do we continue to make them be the be best, most amazing people for the future? In this, how do we do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does that look like? Right. Because mm. I mean, it took me seven seven years to get to this point. Now I have to come up with a whole new game plan moving forward. Mm. And I, it took seven years to get here, and I'm still. I've I've done pretty good so far, but I feel like there's just so much more now that I have to start from scratch. Mm. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I mean my seven my seven years and your twenty one years, Gloria. Mm-hmm. How does that what does that look like? Yeah. It's not looking the future is looking very grim. I'll tell you that much. The future always looks grim. <laughs> I hate to, I hate to sound. <laughs> it Listen, does. It I try to be an optimist, not a pessimist, and it's hard for me to actually be accepting of this is what it's gonna look like. I, I like to be realistic, but this doesn't even inspire. Like usually a challenge inspires me to, to advocate, to, to get my shoes on and start running because I've got to find the solution. This just kind of like makes me want to ball up and just curl up into a ball. Think and that's about pretty the people sad. In Calif- think about the people in California. Not only is the virus exploding, so they say, but now... Mm-hmm. The land is on fire. Thousands of people are being asked to move. Yeah. The next thing, the next thing will be locusts. <laughs> yeah. The murder hornets, but those were short-lived. I guess Corona uh, took over the murder hornets. Murder hornets, Mm-mm. or whatever you want to call them. I don't know what to call them. <laughs> That's another reason why I don't live in the country. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no. One of our council members has a spider cricket. And this thing oh, is God, the ugliest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Oh, no. That sounds horrible. And it's yeah, the size she, of a, a wooden shoe, from what I gather. Yeah, oh, that no, no, thing no. was huge. That's no. why Ellen said, yeah, no, we, that's why you'll never catch me in the country. <laughs> Who knows what goes on in all that green? Yeah, there's people hiding know. behind trees. That's where Freddie went. You notice Freddie did not go to Third Absolutely. Avenue or down no. by Barkley. <laughs> Freddie went. Well, Freddie went to the country. <laughs> Freddie went where they have sides and wicked machinery <laughs> that cut down wheat and people all at the same time. Oh my god! You know, I'll make you laugh. I used to tell my sons. My sons' godparents live in. Uh, in what they call the Highlands in Inverness, New, uh, Florida. And it is really wooded, like right across the street from their house. It's like really, there's like a, it's a piece of forest. Alligators. And I used to yes. Snakes. And, yeah. Well, I'll make you laugh. Shaggy-haired Rats. strangers. Rats. Shaggy-haired oh. strangers. 
No. Okay. Well, girl, I could go and walk Jerome Avenue at 4 a.m. and not worry. Okay. But I can't drive uh, uh, Sling Avenue uh, without telling them to turn the porch lights on and somebody wait outside just in case that shaggy haired stranger jumps out of the woods. How funny is that shit? I, that's I why like I want to live. I want to live by the beach. This you can see them coming from miles away. There's nothing in the way. <laughs> it's just a big, it's a big open flat area. You're either going to get swallowed up by the water or somebody's, you know. But you can see them coming. Oh no! We've got. So what do you hide when you see them coming? You don't. You run like. You run like you got nine legs. Oh my god! Yeah, but you fall. The sand makes you fall. I am not falling, honey. You you never. You're gonna think about Roadrunner. You're gonna think about me. (laughs) Eleanor, Eleanor, push off and start flying. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, maybe we can actually. um, have Erica come on next week and kind of tell us what that looks like. Yeah. But in the interim, maybe we can reach out to Daniel too, um, Ellen, and see if this is something. Maybe let's get in touch with Jumani's mom. I would love you know? to hear what she had to say. I mean, he's he's not an old guy. What is he in his no. early thirties, right? I think he's in his late thirties, early forties. So this is still, you know, right there in front of her. It's not like yeah, yeah. No, she. I'm more than sure that before he ran for city council, she was still trying to guide him. You know, to believe in himself. You know. Well, I would. That would be a great thing to see if somebody could come on. You know. And just talk about her experiences too, because his yeah. his issue was totally different than your yeah. issue, my issue, or Trisha's issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It'd be fun, It'd be a lot of fun yeah. just to hear from somebody who's so in sharp. So put it on Twitter. Twitter. My people, so go. Yeah, go. My, yeah, go to Twitter. I got people. My people on Facebook. Uh, I know you've been listening. And if anybody has contact information for public advocate Williams's mother, we would love to have her on and to get share her wisdom, get wisdom, insight, um, yeah, techniques, yes, coping skills, and going through and managing um, through the journey. Um, hit me up, please. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yes. But ladies, I do. I know it's been a while. We missed each other. I miss you guys dearly. You know, while I thought I was dying, because <laughs> I surely did. I had I sent the the bat signals out for my mom <laughs> to come and get Matt. That's how bad I felt. Um. So, (laughs) thank the Lord that I did not leave this earth because there's so much more I have to say and there's so many more things I have to accomplish 
and I know you ladies would miss me dearly. So I, I stayed, yes, we would. I stayed on this earth to bug you a little bit more. This earth is only better because you're here. Oh, Ellen, I appreciate it. <laughs> it is. It is. I appreciate it. And yes, I'll finish my application tonight. Okay. And I'll send it in. Okay, Gloria. Good night, Dolly. I appreciate you ladies every time. Um, and until next week. Okay, girl. Give that oh. child a big kiss for me. I will. Okay. All I, right. Gloria's coming back in to say good night, I think. I don't know. Maybe she just. Yeah. Uh -huh. She just quit. Oh, here she goes. Hold on. She had enough of us right. and them and it. You disconnected right. me. Gloria, you came back on to say goodnight. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know. Yes. So uh until next week. Um okay. we're gonna we're gonna work our magic. I want that All magic right. wand. We're gonna work on go. that for public advocates, mom and um Erica. Yeah. And yes. And mm -hmm. and if there's anything else anybody wants to hear, share. Oh, by next week we should have also what the plan is for school opening too, no? Mm -hmm. Well uh, everybody's will. everybody's um survey is supposed to be in by the seventh. And then after the seventh, they're supposed to be able to give us a plan. So by this time next week, we'll we'll either be hearing tremendous gossip, or we'll all be in stone silence while they figure oh. out what it is yeah. they're going to do. Isn't the decision from or or guidance from Cuomo this week? So yeah, but Cuomo already on Friday. Cuomo already said it was too late. They submitted it too late. This is not going to be an easy wait, thing. Wait, wait, yeah. what did I miss? What did I, oh my gosh, this is so much tea. Oh my gosh, we need like a 13 hour episode, but. Ah. Oh no, what we should do. Should we have like a Jerry Lewis um, uh, marathon? marathon. Yeah. Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> what did I miss? You know what? That's because I, I I was feeling way too good, and I'm like, forget it. Threw everything out the window, and I've been relaxing because I haven't checked. Good on for my you. Window. Good for you. What? Good for you. And Wait until to tomorrow's Monday. Start then. All right. So I'm gonna go check and see what um my guy says. But until. Okay. Until next week, ladies. Good night. Good Stay night. Stay safe out there. Yes, you guys too. Bye. 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 Good night.